Tonight, uh, for wherever you're watching from and joining us, linking up with us, it's a great time, amen, in God's presence uh, as we study the word of God together, fellowship around God's word. I'm so excited to have every one of us join me. Praise God. Please uh, send a message to other brethren. We have started uh, and uh, they should not miss out on uh, on being fed with God's word, praise God. Send them a message, send them a text, send them a WhatsApp message. They should join us quickly, quickly, because I believe that the word of God is going to be doing us good tonight. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's begin by just praying in the Holy Ghost a little. Pray in the Holy Ghost wherever you are. If you are in a place where you cannot, you can just do that under your breath. Praise the Lord. God hears us. Where two or three are gathered in his name, there he is in the midst of them. Gathered over the internet. is <laughs> right there in the midst of us. Hallelujah. So let's just thank him. Father, we thank you. We exalt your name. Lord, we are grateful. Krode Boshtemanda Lapaya. Lefe de Gea Basso Supre de Bonda Masta Catra Viste de Bonda Masta Ita La Focora Bashanta Bazacapatra Daga Zabala Brunenge La Forodo Shistombre Itra da Postombre de Bocora Baya O Lambra Titre de Postomana Mandevica La Potora Bashikuria Braketre de Bosustombe Kelebrogoto La Frana Mosupe we worship you, we worship you, we exalt your name, we exalt your name, we exalt your name. Oh, you are glorious, you are wonderful. Oh, oh thank you for the week. Thank you for all that you have been done for us. This is the beginning of the week. Thank you, Father, for victories won. Oh, we could go on and on and on about your works in our lives. We are grateful. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Kora Bashanda, Lavra Katrada, Boste Benemanda, Lahaya, Latogoso, Sopekeria. Thank you for your joy. Thank you for your peace. Oh, thank you for giving us a second chance at living. <laughs> oh, we are alive in Christ Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What a privilege. What an, what an honor to know you and to serve you. Oh, so do not be afraid and do not be dismayed or oh, at the happenings around that. Oh, do not join them uh, oh, in, in, in questioning uh, oh, what is going to befall us. Uh, for you see, for he is yet with you. He is yet for you. He will help you. Oh, and so do not be afraid. Uh, don't be confused. Uh, Oh, for we are not of them that do not know what is happening. So no matter how much the enemy rages, 
Oh, never lose sight of who you are. Never lose sight of the kingdom from which you operate. Oh, for there is nothing that catches us unawares in that kingdom. For there is no question that does not have an answer. For there is no challenge that does not have a solution. Even in that kingdom. For in that kingdom, the only thing that we know to do is to win. So even in this situation, in this season and in this time, even if they get worse and worse, know that you are of the stuff that wins always. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So you can always say and rejoice that there is a way for you, that there is a way out. There is a way out. There is a way out for me. There is a way out for me. For the Lord always makes a way for his people. Hallelujah. Praise God. I hope that encouraged somebody there this morning, this evening. Shuvre ne mambla vraba kora dashne venendalaya. Losume ne mangra da poshte ne monda. Oh, so just lift up your hands and thank him. Say, Father, there is a way for me. There is a way for me. Hallelujah. I'm never stranded. I'm never stranded. There is a way for me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. For the Lord is my shepherd. He leads me in the path of righteousness. He leads me in the right path. He leads me in correct paths. Hallelujah. Woo, glory. He leads me beside the still waters. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we bless your name. Take all the glory tonight. Father, as we go into your word, we ask by your spirit that you will unveil Jesus to us in Jesus. We ask that, Lord, that everything that will be spoken, Lord, we pray for the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. Speak through me, think through me in Jesus' name. Oh, I will speak of excellent things, and the opening of my lips shall be right things. I will hear and be healed in Jesus' name. Oh, your word will be found, oh, like Chris Paul, your word, and it will cause rejoicing unto our souls. Thank you for correction. Uh, thank you for reproof. Uh, thank you for doctrine. Uh, thank you for teaching. Uh, Lord, uh, tonight in Jesus' name, uh, we submit ourselves uh, to the Holy Ghost uh, to be taught of him tonight. Uh, thank you for the blessings. Uh, oh, ours it is, uh, and to you be all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Okay, so let's, uh, let's just begin uh, uh, we have been looking at dealing uh, with satanic accusations, uh, dealing uh, with satanic uh, accusations. And so we're just going to uh, uh, continue from where we stopped on Sunday. There are a few things uh, 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 that we said on Sunday uh, 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 that I will want to major focus on again uh, tonight. Okay. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by God's word. Okay, repetition is 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 a is a very very important tool in learning. Praise God. So the things that were shared on Sunday probably would be for some of us that could be the first time we'll be hearing some things and maybe and weren't so clear about it. And as a pastor, I don't just make assumptions that everybody understands. All that you know, we've got it the first time. Okay, so we're just going to go through some of them again, Amen, and then uh, proceed a little further. Praise God, as the Holy Ghost helps us. Hallelujah. Let's go first to our text, 
uh, in Revelations chapter 12. Let's start out with our text in Revelations 12, verse, uh, verse 9 to 11, in the book of Revelations. If you don't know where it is, it's, in, it's the last book of the Bible. Just turn towards your back page and keep rolling till you get 12. Verse 9 says, and the great dragon. We said on Sunday that that great dragon, right, is, uh, is, is great in the minds of man, okay? Not, in the, not before God, okay? It is man's, it is man's uh, 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 picture of him, okay? It is man's image of him, okay? Referring to the devil that makes the devil great. The devil is not great. The devil is a defeated foe. Jesus has defeated him through and through. Praise God. The devil is a defeated foe. The devil is a defeated foe. He is defeated. Praise God. He has no answer to salvation. Glory to God. He has no answer to salvation. Yeah, yeah. And so we have got to treat him just as he is. We don't magnify him. We don't magnify his works. We don't magnify him in any way. We treat him and refer to him, regard him just like he is. He is defeated. Colossians 2.15, having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Hallelujah. Unfortunately, a whole bunch in the, in the, in the body of Christ uh, that just they just magnify the devil and what he's doing, uh, magnify him up beyond who he is, uh, you know. They magnify him so much they become afraid of him. They magnify him so much to declare his works, even with your mouth. Uh, you know, the Bible makes us to understand it says that in praise we declare the works of God, not the works of the devil. Glory to God, hallelujah. So it says the great dragon was cast out. Did you see that? The Bible said the great dragon was cast out. Are you listening to me? In the mind of the battle, Jesus won the battle. Glory to God. And he wants you to know that the great dragon, well, no matter how great he, he may be called, that dragon, who is a devil, he has been cast out. Okay? Which deceived the whole world. We also said on Sunday that the, his main uh, uh, instrument uh, or tool is the or weapon is the weapon of deceit. Now, what is his weapon? What is the goal of the weapon of of his weapon of deceit? Deceit uh, is to lie to you. Is to cause you to turn from the truth to a lie. Is to cause one to to persuade you in your mind to, to see differently from the truth. Hallelujah. If something is black and I can get somebody and so to, to deceive me and say no, and to lie to me and I buy into that lie that no, that thing that is black is gray. You know, I have been deceived. So the Bible says that the devil's tool is to deceive the world. And that was what he did to Eve. Okay, he deceived Eve. Man was not deceived. Adam was not deceived. That's why his sin was called, is, is called a high treason. But Eve was deceived. 
and man bought into it. And since then, men have been under deception in the similitude of the Garden of Eden. Now, I wanted to take note of something. In Genesis chapter 3, God called Adam. He said, after, after man said, he said, he asked him, or rather, God said, Adam, where are you? Then Adam replied and said, let's look at it, let's look at it. It's something very significant. I want us to see that. Genesis and chapter 3. Okay. Verse 9. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, where are you? Of course, it wasn't that God didn't know where he was. Amen. God wanted man to acknowledge where he walked. He said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid. You see that? I heard so. Man located himself for the first time in fear because I was naked and hid myself. Question. Was Adam naked before now? <laughs> of course. Adam was naked before that. Now look at God's response. And he said, who told you that you are naked? Have you eaten of the tree whereof I commanded that you should not eat? You see that? God said, who told you that you are naked? Have you eaten of the tree? What is that tree? Is It's called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So that's the tree of another kind of knowledge. So God was saying that, have you eaten of this tree? For you to say you are naked, it means that you have eaten of a part of the tree I asked not to eat. In other words, you have partaken of the knowledge that I said you should not partake of. In other words, your mind has been corrupted. <laughs> Hallelujah. In other words, whatever knowledge you acquired made you to begin to focus on yourself. When the mind of man was corrupted, he began to focus on himself. In other words, God from the beginning never wanted man's knowledge to be from himself but from God. Man can only know himself when he, he obtains his knowledge from God. Hallelujah. So corrupted minds are are minds that only that the knowledge, whatever knowledge that they have of themselves proceeds from them, from them. And that is called death. Yeah. Because he said the day you eat of it, you are going to die. So man not having the knowledge, the correct knowledge of himself to proceed from God. The Bible says, now are you in Christ? Hallelujah. He said, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. In other words, your knowledge of who you are now as a believer must proceed 
from the knowledge of God. Knowing you or knowing God is knowing you. Amen. So the devil still wants to do that. He wants to corrupt the mind of man. That man starts to just look at himself. Praise God. In ourselves, we are insufficient. In our flesh, we are nothing. Hallelujah. And when, when, the, when the devil wants to point accusations to us at us and bombard us with verbal assault, what does he do? He does, he do, he tries to get us to focus on ourselves. Did you see that? He tries to get us to focus on ourselves. I'm not adequate. I'm not good enough. Oh, I did this yesterday. Oh, I did that yesterday. Oh, look at that. I, I have not done well here. I'm a, I'm a dullard. I'm a, I, I, I am not smart. <laughs> I remember when my children were growing young, much younger, you know, sometimes they will come home and they will say to them, they will say to me, Daddy, I'm not smart. You want me? I'm not smart. Where did you get that from? Man? Well, it is the smart people in class. They are the ones that come first. They are the ones, you know. Oh my word! It took it took us time to correct that. No, don't say you are not smart. You are. So when the 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 when the devil wants to rain his accusations on us. And remember, I usually say that the accusations are not baseless. Like I said, Robert, in the course of teaching, that the accusations may not be baseless. Praise God. Because it could, have, it could be because of sin. Okay? Hallelujah. And then uh, he starts to throw it at you. And you start to feel inadequate. You start to feel, uh, uh, not feel at par. Oh, you, are, you, you, you cannot move things like the way others move things. Amen. Maybe God is God, God is angry with you. Maybe God is, uh, 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 I don't know what, well, I don't know what God is doing. You know, maybe God has forgotten me. That's where you see songs that will say, you say, oh, pass me not, oh, gentle Savior. Oh, hear my humble cry. While others you are calling, please do not, do not pass me by. Savior, Savior, hear my humble cry. And we think that, oh, you know, that is going to move God. No. That's, that is a, a corrupted mind. He said, just like the I fear, 2 Corinthians 11, verse 3, I fear, for I fear that the way, less, you know, like the way that, just like the devil beguiled Eve, so your minds be corrupted away from the liberality or the simplicity that is in Christ. Glory to God. Glory to God. So that's what the devil seeks to try to do. And so we have got to get into God's word and, and, and repent. Amen. So it was on repentance I left off on Sunday. And repent. How do we repent? So we are going to talk about that. How do we repent? If you are going to repent, look at Mark chapter 1. Jesus made a statement. In Mark chapter 1, when he began to preach, Bible says uh, in verse uh, 14, Mark chapter 1, we talked about repentance. In verse 14, he says, Now after that John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. Now, 
What was he preaching? The gospel, the good news of the kingdom of God. The good news of the kingdom of God. Why are we, am I sharing about repentance? So that when you know how to repent the Bible way, Praise God that you will not fall for the accusations of the devil. This is what repentance will do for you. Listen to me. He says, and saying, verse 15, the time is fulfilled. Take note. He said the gospel of the kingdom. What is the meaning of gospel? Good news. So it means that whatever it is that was being shared was good news. Praise God. And what was it? He said, saying the time, verse 15, the time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Jesus now says, repent ye and believe the gospel. Praise God. He said we should repent. So your repentance and therefore should lead you to believe in something. You would have truly repented if your belief about something has changed. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So believing. Let's see another scripture. Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians chapter seven. Second Corinthians chapter seven, verse. Second uh, Corinthians seven. Let's see verse uh, ten. Let's check that. Praise God. Yeah. Second Corinthians seven and verse ten. It says, "For godly sorrow works repentance to salvation." So another. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> So in other words, you can be sorrowful. That you are sorrowful does not mean that you have repented. Remember that story of that uh, man, that rich man <laughs> that came to Jesus. And I, the rich young lad, came to Jesus, what will I do? What must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, well, so I, I, I keep the commandments. He said, no, I've kept all the commandments. He said, okay, one thing you lack. Jesus had compassion on you. He said, one thing you lack. He said, go and sell your goods to the poor and give to the poor and then come and follow me. <laughs> the man was like, eh? <laughs> he felt the man said, the man went away sorrowful, for he had a lot of riches. He said, he went away sorrowful. Now, so does, does that mean that the fact that the man was sorrowful, the man had repented? No. Hallelujah. We saw in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 15, I talked about Esau. Esau, the Bible says that Esau sought repentance with tears. Where did he get it? Praise God. Look at it. Look at it. Let's look at it again. Hebrews chapter 12. He said in verse uh, 16, 3.17, for you know that afterward, when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected. He found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. So that you are crying is not repentance. Amen. When the devil comes at you, even when you have when a Christian has sinned, okay, and the devil comes at you and starts to use it against you, the Bible says that you should repent. What, should, what is the nature of the repentance? We saw it in 2 Timothy chapter 2. Let's look at it again. 2 Timothy chapter 2, where the Bible defines what a, 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 a repentance, what true repentance is. Okay? 
Second Corinthians chapter seven that we read earlier, it tells us that we, uh, godly sorrow is supposed to lead to repentance unto salvation. Okay, but the but the sorrow that is of this world works death. Amen. It works death. So there is a sorrow that leads to death. That you are feeling sorry for yourself, you know, and uh, and slapping yourself and weeping yourself and uh, not forgiving yourself, you know, and all that, you know. The Bible says that it leads to death. Praise God. Praise God. But there is a sorrow that leads to that, 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 that leads to repentance. So there's a sorrow that walks, walks repentance to salvation. Hallelujah. So we see that Esau did not have something like that. So when the believer falls into sin, what should he do? He should repent. What should be the nature of his repentance? Second Timothy chapter 2. How should he repent? Remember, Jesus had said, Repent and believe the gospel. So repentance, true repentance, has to do will affect what you believe. He says, repent and believe the gospel of the kingdom. What's the gospel? The gospel of the kingdom. What is the gospel of the kingdom? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Well, that's the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it's in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So your repentance must be, must affect what you believe about the kingdom. Because when a man sings and the person starts to come under condemnation, it means that that person has come to believe something. There's a, there's a lie that the person is believing. All in the name of oh, I've got to feel sorry for myself. God is not saying that you should, He's not saying that you should feel sorry. He says you should, He says you should repent. Hallelujah. Look at it. Let's look at it. Verse 25, verse 24, 2 Timothy chapter 2. He says, in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. Those that oppose themselves. What does it mean by those that oppose themselves? It means those who are against themselves. So a believer can be against himself. Yeah. He can be against himself. He can be working against himself. And he says that, hey, this is what you should do. Instruct those people that are working against themselves, that are opposing themselves. He said, if God peradventure will give them repentance. Oh, glory to God. So we see that repentance also is a gift. Yeah. It's a gift from God. Listen to me. Nothing about who you are in Christ Jesus can ever be from you according to your works. No, no, everything is a gift. Remember, the Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 2, chapter 12, verse 2, it calls Jesus, it says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of faith. Everything from the beginning to end to the end and everything in between, amen, that qualifies us comes from him. Our repentance is not even of us. Let me show you a few scriptures. One, uh, one other scripture. Acts chapter uh, Acts chapter 5. Acts 5. Remember, 
we said in this series that forgiveness of sins is what? It's a gift. Amen. So when a believer, we, we said the forgiveness of sins is a, is a gift, number one. We also said it was a, it's a gift that God gave once and for all. So which means, praise God. If a believer should sin now, hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. If a believer should sin now, is there forgiveness for him? Yes. When is the forgiveness? Is it when he says, oh God, I'm sorry, forgive me? No. The forgiveness was done before he sinned. Hallelujah. Yeah. Should this person be sinning? No. But there is forgiveness of sins is only once. Why? Because God has said that your sins and iniquities I will remember no more. So which means that if God has to bring forgiveness and give you forgiveness again, it means that God held that sin, that sin against you. Meanwhile, what does the Bible tell us in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, or verse 19? It says, God was in Christ, reconciling the whole world into himself, not imputing or counting their sins against them. 1 John chapter 2, verse 2 said, For where Christ has been made the propitiation one for who, for the sins, not only for our sins, but for the sins of the whole world. So the whole world has, has been given forgiveness. But what are we supposed to do? We are to receive forgiveness. Mark, Acts chapter 5. See, let's check verse 29. Peter speaking. He said, Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you saw hung on the tree. Him has God exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior, for to give repentance to Israel and also give what? The forgiveness of sins. Did you see that? So he gives repentance, amen, and he gives a forgiveness of sin. Look at Acts chapter 11. In Acts chapter 11, we see when Peter was reporting to, to, the, to, 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 the, to the other apostles his encounter with uh, uh, Cornelius, okay? Look at verse uh, 15, okay? From verse 15. And as I began to speak, the Holy Ghost fell on them, talking about those in Cornelius' house, as on us at the beginning. Then remembered I the word of the Lord, how that he said, John indeed baptized with water, but he shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Now look at, for as much then as God gave them the like gifts as he did unto us. Okay, who believed on the Lord Jesus Christ? What was I that I could withstand God? Now look at verse 18. When they heard these things, they held their peace and glorified God, saying, then has God also to the Gentiles granted repentance unto life. Did they, what did, what, did, what the Bible said, God did, said God granted them. God gave it to them, repentance unto life. So we see that the believer, amen, is his repentance is something that comes from God. The repentance of the believer is something that comes from God. So what is it? Second Timothy chapter 2. 
He says peradventure that God will grant unto them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. Amen. The Bible says that your, your repentance is not just to say, I'm sorry. Your repentance is not just to cry. Your repentance is not just to feel bad that how can I? Ah, see how long I've been a Christian. How can I fall for this kind of thing? How could I have done this? No, your repentance is to acknowledge the truth. Who is, what is the truth? Jesus says it's the truth. He says it's the truth. So the truth of your redemption, of the realities of who you are, what you have, and what Christ is to you. That is the truth. Hallelujah. Acknowledging every good thing that is in you in Christ Jesus. That is true repentance. True repentance is not condemnation. True repentance is acknowledging the truth. So even when you fall into sin, praise God, rise up and dust yourself and begin to acknowledge, oh, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I receive forgiveness. There is therefore now no condemnation to me in the name of Jesus. This is who I am. Our sin does not have dominion over me. So I'm not getting, I, 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 I'm not going... That is not my nature. I will not fall for that again. Oh, because I am empowered. I've got the nature of God on the inside of me. Acknowledge the truth. Don't just feel sorry for yourself. The Bible says that is a worldly sorrow. Worldly sorrow will lead to death. Praise God. But godly sorrow leads unto repentance, walk at repentance unto salvation. It acknowledges the truth of who you are in Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let me show you something in the scripture. Uh, let's see the, see the example of how Jesus demonstrated this in uh, the parable of uh, the uh, the who we call the prodigal son. Let's look at it. John chapter, Luke chapter 15. Luke chapter 15, the Bible of the prodigal son. In the Bible of the prodigal son, uh, we see, uh, uh, I'm sure most of us will know what, the, what that parable is. Okay. It's the Bible of the prodigal son, uh, where the son, the younger son, uh, said, Father, give me, you know, my own stuff, you know, my own portion of, the, of your goods, of the inheritance. Uh, and the father gave to him, and uh, he went uh, and spent it on riotous living from verse 11, you know. And after many days, uh, he came to himself. Uh, oh, after he, I mean, he was hungry, he began to, he, 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 he began to be in want, uh, and they went to the field because he had spent everything that he had, uh, you know. And uh, he now went, he, they gave, he got a job uh, to be feeding uh, uh, swines, uh, and he ate, you know, the swine's food. Praise God. No man gave to him because he had spent everything on right was living. Okay? Verse 17 now says that when he came to himself, he said, how many higher servants of my fathers have bread enough to spare? And I perish with hunger. Did you see that? So he, 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 he began to re re remember what, how he used to be at home. He now said, I will arise. Now, now look at it. This is where condemnation comes here. Who is he that condemns? Yeah, it is Christ that justified. Amen. He's his sin condemned him. Okay? Hallelujah. So he was the, 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 the verbal assaults on his mind led him to a place of self-condemnation. He said, I will arise and go to my father and I will say, Father, I have sinned against heaven 
am before thee, and I am no more worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your higher servants. I mean, he, he rehearsed that. He said, I, I, he began to see himself worthless. He began to see himself as someone, you know, that cannot measure up, uh, that, does, that, is not, that is not worthy to be called the son of, of, of that man any longer. And the Bible says he arose, okay? He, when he came to his father, when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran, fell on his neck and kissed him. Take note, the father never, <laughs> look at the father's reaction. The father saw him from afar, ran to him, Woo! placed his hand on him, wrapped his hand around him, and he kissed him. Now listen, and the son, verse 21, said unto him, Father, remember, he, he started recounting, he started regurgitating what he had crammed, what he had recited, oh, how he was going to make himself look bad, you know, feel, you know, to uh, feel, you know, make the, try to make the father, to convince the father that he's really, truly sorry that, I mean, don't, please don't call, don't call me your son again. I'm not even, I don't even qualify to be your son and all that. He said, I've sinned against you and against heaven. I am no more worthy to be called your son. Look at verse 22. He said, but this is the father's reaction. This is the father's reaction. He had said, he had presented his case. Oh, I'm not worthy to be your son. I'm not worthy. I'm not, I'm not qualified. I'm, I've done terrible things. I mean, I, 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 I'm so horrible. I mean, I, 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 I'm so horrible. Just, just make me like, just, just give me a small space somewhere, you know, so I can be your servant. At least I can get to heaven. I will not go and eat with, with swines. But I was a boss. The father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe. Did you see that? Take note. The Bible says, but. The father didn't say, the, they say, okay. Now the father said, okay, son, I've heard you. Really, have you really repented? Are you sure? You know, yeah, yeah. Have you realized all your mistakes now? You know, you know, anybody that does not realize his mistake, you know, I will not forgive him. Blah, 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 blah. No, yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm going to really show you, you know, that yes, you are not really worthy to be my son. No, the father did not even take note. He did not even acknowledge any word that the son said in that sentence. He said, but the father said to his servant, bring forth the best road. Now, see repentance. The father is showing him. He said, bring forth the best robe and put it on him, put a ring on his hand and, show, and shoes on his feet. In other words, what was he doing? He said, bring her the father's cow, kill it, let us eat and be merry. For this, my son. Did you see that? He didn't say my servant. He didn't say my enemy. He said, for this, my son. In other words, in repentance, the father was trying to get him to focus, amen, to acknowledge who he is before him, the father. You are still my son. You are dead and now you are alive. This is your wolf. Oh, give, bring, kill the fatted cow. Give him the ring. Oh, wear the purple glove. Uh, 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 give him the best robe, you know, and all that. Put shoes on his feet. In other words, the father was trying to tell him that this is who I have made you in the liberality of my nature. Or in my liberal nature, this is the simplicity of Christ. The simplicity or the liberality of Christ is, hey, 
acknowledge every good thing that is in you in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Listen to me. This is what empowers us against sin. Yeah. It is not how much you cry, but anybody can cry. Praise God. I mean, you see people of other religions, when they are repenting, oh, they will be cutting their, their body. But then they will be doing all kinds of things. You know, there are some religions that they will go and walk on, they will walk on fire to show that they have repented. Oh, they will, they will say, oh, let's start giving arms. You know, let's start doing some good things to show that I, to show to God that I have repented. No. <laughs> Hallelujah. No. A thousand times no. That is not what repentance is. Repentance is, repentance is acknowledging the truth because that is what the devil accusation wants to attack. He wants to attack your knowledge of the truth. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. And you see, that's the same way. This will teach us how we should deal with our children, even when our children misbehave. Hallelujah. Parents, be careful what you say to your children, even when your children sing. When your children offend you, don't use swear words on them. Don't use, don't, don't use wrong words on them. Don't. Even if they are, even if they are unrepentant. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Don't say, are you stupid? Are you foolish? What, what, what is wrong with your head? Your head is not correct. You know, you, you say all those. No. In godly repentance, he reminds us of who we are in Christ Jesus. Praise God. That's why 1 John chapter 1 verse 9 says, but if we confess, hallelujah, what are we confessing? Our sins. That water concerning our sins is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That is our confession. We are confessing that God's faithfulness still covers our sins. Hallelujah. And let me say this. That means God, when even if you sin, God will not punish you. Ah, Pastor, no, no, no. God should punish. What is he going to punish? Is it the sins that he has forgiven already in Christ Jesus? If he has to punish you again, that's why, see, these some believers, some, 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 some great men of God in the past, they tell us that, oh, you know, because I did not uh, 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 obey God in uh, doing some certain things, or so when He called me to the ministry, I ran away from the ministry and all that. And then God began to deal with me, and God dealt with me. He, he you know, He broke me. How did He broke? How did He break me? My child, I lost my child. How did He break me? I lost my business. How did He break me? The bad, bad, evil things are happening to me. That yes, that was God trying to to reach me. Oh, no. No, no, no. There is no evil in him. Hallelujah. No, 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 no. A thousand times, no. God will not kill my child because I did not obey him. Oh, no. That's not God. Hallelujah. He is faithful and just to forgive. When did he forgive? He forgave us in Christ. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. 
Amen. He said uh, we should be kind unto another, tender-hearted, and we should uh, 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 we should forgive one another, just like God in Christ, or for Christ's sake, forgive us. So the forgiving of, that God gave for forgive us is in the past. And that's the reason why he says in Hebrews chapter 8 uh, that he said that their sins and their iniquities I will remember no more. What will he do? He will be merciful unto us. So which means that, that we are we are all we are the candidates for the mercy of God in Christ Jesus 24-7. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Does that mean that God condones sin? No, God has just dealt with sin. He dealt with it and punished it in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, but did he say the believer can sin? Yes. If the believer says, what should he do? He should acknowledge the truth in Christ Jesus. And that empowers him to sin no more. He said, neither do I condemn you. He said, go and sin no more. Praise God. We don't play with sin because that is playing with the arena of death. Look, Bible calls it the law of sin and death. I showed us on Sunday how the law works, you know, the, works rough. It didn't say the law works the wrath of God. No, he said the law works rough. Amen. And sin and the law, they work together. He calls it in Romans chapter 8, verse 2. He said, for the, for, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ has set me free from the law of sin and death. So there is a law of sin and death. It is not that it is God that is going to, and God is not the one that administers death, sin and death. No, it's the devil. It creates room for the devil. Hallelujah. But God is always for you. And he says, hey, when you see child of God, Instead of you coming under the accusation of the devil, the Bible says that the devil has been cast out. Don't stay in his arena. Go back to him and begin to acknowledge who you are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Acknowledge who you are in Christ Jesus. Amen. So don't go with the wrong knowledge. Wrong knowledge, sin consciousness, incomplete knowledge. What will it lead to? It will lead to condemnation. And it will open the door for the devil to accuse you. Now, let me close with this. Praise God. Luke chapter 15. I want us to see something. The story, still the story of the prodigal son. I hope you are getting something here this, this night. The Bible talked about his brother. Okay? Verse 25. Now the elder son was in the field. And as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. He called one of the servants and asked, what do these things mean? He said, oh, your brother was come, has come. Your father has killed the fatted cow because he has received him safe, safe and sound. And the Bible says that he was angry. Verse 28. <laughs> he was angry. Religious people will be angry at what I'm teaching right now. Now, no, how can you say? No, ah, no, how can you say that? Ah, that God will not punish you. No, the wages of sin is death. Yeah, 
the wages of sin is dead. Is it the one that is it God that brought that brings the death? No. Hallelujah. He said, and he was angry and he would not go in. And, he, and, and therefore his father came out and entreated him and he answered that and all that and all that. He said, he said, he answered and said to his father, No, these many years I have served you. Neither transgressed I at any time your commandment. Did you see that? that that's that's when you he was focusing on what he has done. I, I, I have never transgressed any of your commandments. And yet you have never given me a key that I may even make merry with my friends. And as soon as this thy son, did you see that? Where, where, where does accusations come? It comes, uh, it, one, of, one of the means by which the devil accuses us, calls, uh, it, it's called the accuser of the brethren, is through brethren. Amen. It's through people that are religious. It's through men. He said, this thy son who had devoured your living with halos. Now, when the father came, when the father saw the son, did the father acknowledge this? No. This was not what the father acknowledged. The father was not acknowledging, uh -huh, yes, you have, you have, you have, you have, you have devoured all, all the all that I give to you. In fact, you, you are, you, you are a waster. You even went with a lot. No, the father never, the father never mentions that. Why? Because God in Christ Jesus has forgiven us. He's not counting our sins against us. Men are the ones that count it. Hallelujah. Look at it. He said, oh, and you have even killed the fattest cow for him. He doesn't deserve it. Do you know that there are believers that, that say envy other Christians? Oh, when God is blessing them, when they are enjoying the blessing of God, man, look at, he doesn't even deserve it. Look at him. He, 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 we, 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 he, he, in this church, we are, the ones that, we are the ones that are carrying this church, if not for us. And all that, and all that. <laughs> oh God, why is it that you are blessing? Why are you not blessing me? Oh God, I've been working for you. I've been working for you. I've been working for you. I don't have anything to show for it. Oh, come on. You are falling under the snare of the devil. Second Timothy chapter 2. Let me close with that. It tells us that if you do not repent by acknowledging the truth, this is what will happen to you. This is what will happen to you. Verse 26. And that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. When a believer fails to acknowledge the truth, this is what happens to him. He says uh, that, that he, will fall, he, will be fall, he will fall into the snare, the trap of the devil and uh, who are taken captive by him at his will. They are spending one week uh, you know, trying to repent, you know, because of that terrible thing that you did, then, you know, and all that, you know, I have to, I, I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to show that I have repented. I have to, no, you, he says that when you, when you, are, when you allow yourself to be under condemnation or you allow what men speak, you know, about you or into your life, I bring condemnation, praise God. The Bible says that you are you are you you are you are setting up yourself to enter into the trap of the devil. He said that he will take you captive at his will. 
<laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What am I saying? When you see Rondo God, uh, glory to God. Uh, amen. What has he done in Christ Jesus? Uh, thank you, Father. Lord, sin does not have dominion over me. Uh, in the name of Jesus, I repent and I believe the gospel. Uh, oh, that Jesus has washed away my sins. Uh, thank you, Father God. Uh, oh, because he's faithful and just to forgive me. I'm cleansed from all unrighteousness. Uh, oh, I've got the righteousness of, of, of God. Uh, so I don't, I don't fall and I don't live and practice sin uh, because the seed of God uh, is on the inside of me. Listen to me. What are you doing? Uh, you are taking out yourself uh, out from the trap that the devil wants to set for you. Amen. So don't fall into that trap. Don't fall into that trap. He said that they may recover themselves when you oppose yourself. You're opposing the nature of God on the inside of you. The Bible says that what are you doing now? He said that, that you are that you are falling under the snare, the snare, the trap of the of the devil. And so the devil is able to manipulate you at will. It opens the door to the devil. And when you know he begins to bombard your mind and your and he begins to push you, I mean, uh, cause some, I mean, stir up some certain things to be good to, to happen to you. I say, yes, uh -huh. is, is it, oh God, Lord, but I've repented now. Oh God, why don't you just help me? Oh God, I, I, I have born enough, I have, I have, I have born enough uh, uh, punishment. Lord, uh, this punishment is not too great. I have born enough punishment. Ah, 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 ah. Lord, no, come on. The Bible says that you, are, you need to recover yourself uh, from the snare of the devil, so that you will not be taken captive of him. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Listen, the gospel is what empowers us, the good news of the kingdom of God. And that is what God has come to present to you in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let me stop here today. Praise God. I hope you've gotten something. And some new, some, some, some fresh truth, some fresh light. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, the blessing of God is yours. 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 All that he said, he has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. He gave you his grace. He gave you forgiveness of sins. He has accepted you in the beloved. He gave you repentance. He granted you repentance. Hallelujah. 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 He granted you the life of his son. Listen, listen. Do you know that the Bible is about life and death? It's not necessarily about heaven and earth, really. Really. Yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily about heaven and earth. He said to Moses, Moses said, he said, Behold, I, I place before you life and death. Oh, he said that whosoever the son of God, I mean, uh, if we believe uh, for God uh, so loved the world that he gave only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have what? Life. He didn't say but have heaven. He said but have life. He said anyone that believes on the Lord Jesus has passed from death unto life. He said anyone that doesn't believe him is already condemned already. So it's about life and death. Hallelujah. Well, whosoever has the son has the life. Whosoever does not have the son, does not have the life. Hallelujah. Do you have the life? Yes. Acknowledge it. Glory to God. Good things are happening to me because I've got the life of God on the inside of me. Amen. I'm a prosperous friend. I will prosper on this earth. Amen. I'm irrespective of what the, the economy is, irrespective of what the devil, whether the devil likes it or not. <laughs> of course, he doesn't like it when I when I prosper. Amen. Because he knows that you know he's going to be in trouble. But, you know, my financial prosperity is going to enhance the gospel. 
Praise God. So he doesn't want me to prosper, but well, it's already too late. My prosperity is not in his hands. Hallelujah. He's given unto me all things that pertain to life and godliness. That through, through the knowledge of these things, uh, we'll be able to enjoy. Praise God. Hallelujah. All the things uh, that he has already provided for us in Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We exalt. We exalt your name. We're excited at your word. Hallelujah. Oh, because of what Christ has done. He has sealed everything once and for all. Amen. <laughs> he is the author of our eternal salvation. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Anyone under the snare of the devil who has been sentenced to condemnation in the name of Jesus. You are released into the liberty that we have in Christ Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, I declare that every sentence of death that has been passed over you in any shape, form, or fashion, in the name of Jesus, you are released from them in Jesus' name. Oh, you are released from the snare and the trap of the wicked one. Oh, for he has been cast out. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's no longer the great trap on that. Oh, he's that old serpent, the devil, and Satan that deceived the whole world. Uh, we know him, who he is now, uh, and so we are released uh, from his entrapment uh, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Of every every sense of unworthiness, uh, every sense of, uh, of inadequacy, every sense of, of, of insufficiency, Oh, right now, in the name of Jesus, uh, it's been dispelled uh, from the minds of people, from the minds of God's people. Uh, you too, you can rise. Uh, you can go better. You can get better. You can rise higher. You can attain more. Oh, yes, yes, because there's still more in God. Uh, oh, there's still more. There's still more. The Bible says, uh, the Lord is our shepherd. He shall not want. Uh, oh, the young lions will lie, they, they suffer hunger, and they, lie, but, and they suffer hunger, but those that put their trust in God, uh, they will not lack any good thing. Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Nothing stops us uh, from enjoying our inheritance in Christ Jesus. Uh, that promotion, you deserve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. The promotion comes from God. Uh, hallelujah. Someone says, well, I don't, you know, I've made a lot of mistakes uh, where I am uh, in my office, uh, you know, and I, 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 I don't even feel qualified. Uh, nobody's even looking in my direction. Listen to me. Hallelujah. Don't fall for the snare of the devil. Don't, 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 don't fall for the snare of the devil. Glory to God. The path of the justice that is light, shining light, that shines brighter and brighter than the perfect day. Amen. You will not, uh, you, that where you are right now, there's still more. Amen. Because there's still more for God, in, in God. The Bible says that now the Lord has made room for us uh, and we shall be fruitful in the land. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.